Welcome to another episode of the On The Clock NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Damian Parson, with my co-host, Eugene Holt. What's going on, bro? What is up, man? We are close to combine time. I'm ready for the Underwear Olympics, yo. <laughs> the Underwear Olympics, baby. Listen, mm-hmm. you've never seen anywhere, you've never seen this amount of people excited to see guys run around in shirts and shorts, but it is what it is, man. These aren't your normal athletes at the Y, baby. These aren't your normal mm-hmm. athletes at the Y. These are guys that are superb uber athletes. You feel me? So we're mm-hmm. going to kick it off, man, because we we've been waiting for this. And, and, and this receiver class, this running back class, this D-line class, the tight end class. Guys, it's everything is a cluster right now. Everything is a cluster, mm-hmm. Eugene. So, like, so, so part of this process for the NFL to be drafted, part of the uh, draft process is kind of dismembering and separating and dislodging the cluster. And guys have to yeah. separate themselves from the pack. We know with receivers is Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb at, you know, 1A would be. But who's going to come mm-hmm. in at the number three spot? Will it be Jalen Rager? Will it be Henry Ruggs? T. Higgins? Whoever. Mm-hmm. Who's going to show up? Yeah. Right now, the tight end room is a whole cluster. Nobody knows who tight end number one is. Nobody knows so, who they are. Listen, I haven't – I will not lie to you. I know the names. I've seen some highlights of guys, but I haven't dug in, you know, take a deep mm-hmm. dive into the film for tight ends yet. That's my goal next yeah. week uh, before the combine. Leading into the combine, I want to kind of hit – as many of the tight ends as possible starting on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you know, it, 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 it's time to dismember, dislodge, and separate guys in this cluster, man. And we're going to try yeah. and get, we're going to get to see that this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday coming up. So let's kick it off. And I'm going to give you the floor. Um, yep, who's going to stand out? Listen, the, you, you brought it to my attention. There's 16. Listen, guys, not two. Not three. Let me hit my LeBron James. Not three, not four, not five. Sixteen <laughs> new combine drills. That's going to be that's dispersed between the different oh position groups, man. So I want you to kind of, you know, um, we, you don't have to go through all 16, but give me your top new drills that will be so important and impactful mm-hmm. on uh, on this uh, scouting combine trip. All right, well, starting off, um, the quarterbacks, they got the new drill. They, they, they throw in the fade route. you got to be able to throw the fade route now. I mean, you see it every week in every game. Somebody's throwing the fade route. Now they need to see, like, all right, can these quarterbacks actually throw this fade route? And and you got to – and the thing is, with the fade route, you can't, you can't put it on a line drive. You can't put a ton of air under it. you got to have just an amount of air under it. you got to be that perfect live pass so the, so the receiver can go up and get it. And now they testing you on it. You got to be able to. They want to see if you can do that. Um, uh, with the the running back drills, the the inside inside. It's called inside route with change of direction. It's a Texas route. You right. running you running out on an angle and you cutting back into the middle of the field on an angle. And that shows lateral quickness, shows agility, and shows ability to be able to run a precise route. Like back in the day, you know, you only had the little guys, the little scat backs running those routes. Now, to be a, a running back in the NFL, you have to be able to run that route. That's for everybody. So I want to see somebody, a big guy like Jonathan Taylor, I want to see if he can do that. See how fast you can do it. See how you look doing that. Um, uh, the, another thing, with the one thing with the offensive line, we're not going to get too much into the offensive line because that's not a big deal at the combine. 
but this drill makes it a little bit of a big deal because this is called uh it's, it's a screen it's a simple screen drill you running the screenplay they got you on a blocking they got you pushing a blocking sled out towards the right or out towards the left and they got a coach in front of you and if the coach steps up you drop your block and you move up to the next level now that's testing your awareness that's testing your strength because you're still pushing a blocking sled and it tests your feet a lot of offensive linemen can't don't got the mobility to get out there and run down the screen, especially not get to the second level so I mean, if if you are 345 pound mauler, this is not your drill. This is going to cost you some money. Right. But yeah, but the dudes that got the agility and and the footwork, they're going to look good in that. Um. Uh, the linebacker. Oh, the line. The linebacker. The new drill for them. Um. Is basically a defensive back drill now because they got you in. They they've sent you out in different. Uh. They simulate in zone coverage. Send you out on a 45 degree angle. They send you straight backwards. They send you on a 90 degree angle. And the coaches, all the coaches are doing is telling you, come up. So you got to be able to click and close. It's like, it's pretty much simulating uh, coming up on a screenplay or coming up on a, on a, on a wheel route. And it's all, it's all coverage with linebackers. All they're doing is testing your speed, your agility, and your hips. And I mean, and uh, the biggest thing, defensive backs running through the gauntlet drill. Like you gotta be able to catch the ball nowadays. Is yeah. you run through that, and we want to see if you got hands. And that's and if you dropping passes, that's just like a receiver dropping passes. Now you gotta be able to catch that ball. We, they want to know that you got ball skills. They want to know that you got the the the, the hand eye coordination to catch those to, to catch the passes. I mean, it's 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 all. And the thing about these drills, they're all translatable to on the field. You see exactly. all these drills every Sunday, so it's easier for the common fan like us. To see, okay, this guy's going to be able to do this on Sunday. It makes it so much more obvious who's good at what. It, it makes it easier for the common fan, and it makes it easier for the coaches because that's this. This is what they've been looking for for the past couple of years, and now they actually get to see it in drills. It's, I'm excited about these new drills. Oh man, I am as well. And, and like you said, with to go back to the last drill for the the gauntlet for the for not just for the receivers but also for the DBs. That drill, mm-hmm. it's not going to, okay, people, most people be like, okay, just catch the football, secure it, you're fine. But this drill also kind of shows you what type of catcher the person may be. Does, does for yeah. a receiver, do they let the ball get into their body? Do they, do they catch yes. away from the frame? Do they have natural hands, strong hands that they can extend their mm-hmm. arms, pluck the ball out of the air, secure it, drop it, and move on? Re- same thing for DBs. Is this going to be a guy that, that truly has the soft hands? Richard Sherman, his history as a receiver, shows when he catches the football. He catches it like a receiver. He, he attacks the exactly. ball at the highest point. He attacks it before it gets to his body. Soft, natural hands, and he pulls it in. He's a secure, he's a secure receiving defensive mm-hmm. back. So that is big. Um, so I'm excited, man, to see these, these drills. Like you said, with the Texas route for the running backs, I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, you know, you see this route on a regular basis. Weekend and week all out, the time. Running backs are killing linebackers and sometimes safeties mm-hmm. on this Texas route. Yep. They said if you can if you can run this correct and when you one name you brought up, Jonathan Taylor, one question mark about his game is does he have the change of direction and lateral um the lateral the ability to move laterally? Does he have those things? Uh, Yep. 
So this this mm-hmm. drill is going to show and, that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because like the thing with Jonathan Ted is he going to be able to put his foot in the ground and change direction? Mm-hmm. You see, we know he got the breakaway speed. We know he got the power, but. At his best, we see him running in a straight line and just uh, tacklers bouncing off of him. Can you get up there and run that route, put your foot in the ground and change direction and make somebody miss? At the very least, create separation. If right. that, if that, if he can do that, I mean, that, that puts him, that's the difference between him being running back number one or running back number four. Fact. So that's, it's, this, this is huge for him. Yes, sir. Yes, and I mean, it's going to be, it's, there's so much juice into this and so much sauce, so much swag, so much everything that's going to come out of this combine. So, mm-hmm. so much excitement and hype into it that, yeah. you know, not just a casual fan that they can learn and have fun with it. But for us hardcore fans and analysts and scouts and everything else, this is what we love live for. This is what we long yeah. for. This is what we want. I, I love for I love the in the NFL and mm-hmm. college football season. But when the season's over, that's my time. That's what I always tell everybody. That's when I'm in full go. When the yeah. season's over and while everyone else is transitioning to basketball, I'm crunching film. I'm looking at numbers. I'm do, charting. I'm doing everything I can to figure out what is up with players. Yep. Scheme fits, so forth and so on. So this is the time of year we love, ladies and gentlemen. So excuse our happiness. Yes. This is Christmas for us, baby. <laughs> you understand? Man, no, no, no. I'm yes, we say are. It. This is Thanksgiving because you know when you get when you mm-hmm. hit Thanksgiving, Christmas is right around the corner. So the NFL draft exactly. is Christmas, but but the combine mm-hmm. itself is Thanksgiving. It's just a yes. It's just a pre a prelude to Christmas. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, and look, just like Thanksgiving, you got a table full of food. We got mm-hmm. a table full of prospects that we get to look at. It's over three hundred exactly. of them, and we who got to makes, we got to we got to know the best mac and cheese, man. Who's gonna run the best four? Yeah, exactly. Who's exactly. Who's like I like talk about it, man. Exactly. And who who put raisins in a potato salad? I'm not. You can't. You can't draft that you're guy to put the raisins in the potato house salad. If you put raisins in potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm just talking about it. What it is? Um, exactly. Let's get into it, man. We are gonna start with the offensive side of the football, of course, with the money mm-hmm. makers, the room shakers, the guys that get all the glory and none of and, and, and they get all the glory and praise. But then when the things go wrong, they get all the blame too. Quarterbacks. Let's talk about him. So with the quarterbacks, man, with the with these, okay, the forty, uh, it's kind of hit or miss. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. If, if it's Lamar Jackson, whatever, yeah, yeah we yeah. want to see you run the forty because we want to see you hit a four three and talk about it. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I think he's a four five yeah. four six guy. You know, but he doesn't really have to run the forty because we know he's got speed, yeah. right? But it's the everything else. Man. Yeah, we it's already know what he can run. Exactly. It's it's everything else. It's the interviews. It's the you know the timing routes. I one that one route. Uh, well, one um, drill I see. I saw that they added for the for the uh, quarterbacks was the time smoke or a noun route drill where they have to yep. throw one pass to the receiver yeah. that's running a smoke route. Smoke route. It's kind of a pre snap read. Um, it's a quick quick completion against soft coverage on each side consecutively. You got to be able mm-hmm. to put that ball on the money 
so that your guy's not running straight out of bounds. You want to yep. throw that ball to him where he could catch it and he could quickly shift and adjust himself to make a play upfield. If you're throwing that pass and he has to catch it low, it's behind him, it's too high, it's not on the numbers, that yep. doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. So just so when guys, when you're watching that drill, that's what you need to watch for. So for, in your opinion, for, out of the quarterbacks, this combine, who is it more important for? Who 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 needs it the most? Jalen, <laughs> Jalen hurts. I mean, it's this combine. This combine is everything for Jalen because just 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 that drill that you talked about is based off of pre snap read, quick decision, and accuracy. All of which are are weaknesses in Jalen Hurts' game. Mm-hmm. So if he can show that. Boom, I can get the ball out fast. You can show he got, the one, the mechanics to get the ball out fast, two, the mechanics to get it out accurately, and 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 I think that, I believe that's a time drill. I'm not sure. But to get it, to get it out, to make it make a decision like that at the speed that's, that the NFL requires, that's everything for him. Like, even with Jalen Hurts, it's like, you need to, he needs to complete every pass, and he needs to look. Uh, completely mechanical doing it. He needs to, his, his, his mechanics have to be the same every time. His accuracy needs to be on point. He needs to prove that he can be the prototypical quarterback because that's what they're saying he can't do right now. They're saying, like, you can't make decisions. They're saying you hold the ball too long. They're saying you can't read the defense. So you need to show that he can bring all those uh, uh, classic quarterback aspects to the game and mix it in along with your natural talents. And for, and that's how, that's how he's good. That's how he's going to make his money. He needs to prove that like, Hey, I, I am a quarterback. I'm not a tight end. I'm not an H back. I'm not Tim Tebow. I'm not the guy from the saints. He needs to prove that he's a actual quarterback. And like step one is at the combine. You got to show them scouts that you got that footwork in those mechanics. Very true. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. He, it's going to be big for him. If he can go out there, you know, we, one thing that we already know is he throws with touch. So whenever I'm scouting quarterbacks, one of the main things I always write on my notepad is TTA, touch, timing, anticipation. So can you throw, can you throw with touch? Can you anticipate the windows? Mm-hmm. And can you get there, you know, from a timing aspect, can you do it? In a timely fashion, can you handle it timely and uh, time with a timing-based offense? So some routes, you know, you got to throw that ball before the receiver turns around, before he breaks. You understand what I'm saying? You, it's so that's why yep. everybody talk. But when we talk about bump and run, it's to do what? Throw off the timing of the receiver and the quarterback and their connection. You know, he knows exactly. in his uh, exactly. internal clock in his mind. Okay, by the five, by a five count, he should be on this in route. And I need to hit him. I need to be ready to let mm-hmm. it go. So can he display the TTA? Touch, timing, and anticipation. But also, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just have the, the, the accuracy. Uh, you know, the accuracy is going to be big, man. We know he can throw a touch. But yeah. can he be accurate with the football? And honestly, his arm strength. I'm not a big fan of his arm. I don't think he has a powerful arm about at that? all. Um, and his throwing mechanics. Mm. He's very – one thing I remember hearing – that um that um oh man Lincoln Riley was trying to do with him was make him more fluid and natural 
with his throwing motion because he was too mechanical and robotic mm-hmm. at Alabama. And he's still it's it's they fixed it a little bit. They work you could tell they worked on mm-hmm. it, but it's still robotic. So for him, not this a combine, natural thrower. yeah, he's not a natural thrower at all. So for him, this combine is huge. I'm gonna go with the elephant in the room and it's gonna be Tua Tunga Vailoa. Um mm. Tua it's I don't need Tua if Tua was healthy, Tua, you don't have to throw a single football. Like I do not Don't even come. You don't have to Don't even come take the day off. Yeah, like you don't have to do anything because I know what I see on film and I know that that is who you are. You're accurate. You know what I'm saying? You anticipate. You legit have the twitchiest hips I've seen from a quarterback in a long time. You know, the hit, Shakira, Shakira, baby. The hips don't lie. (laughs) Hips don't lie. (laughs) Hips don't lie, brother. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's what that is for me. So, I, but for him right now, it's the medicals. And like he said a couple of weeks ago, I want to go to the combine and get tested, be poked, be prodded, you know, like some lab, right? I want to pass and ace my medicals. If I can ace the medicals, that's all that matters because he's planning on throwing at a private pro day, yes. you know, before the draft for, the, for all teams. So you're telling me his medical mm-hmm. checks out and then he comes out and looks like a boss at his pro day? Come on, man. I'm just saying, even with Joe Coolborough, it, it, it raises the question. So yeah. he say, hey, we're going all in on tour. It just raises that question. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, let's let's be real here. All things considered, if both players are healthy, you putting Tua over Joe Burrow oh, in, in any – yeah, in any world. So, yeah, that's the thing. Only Tua needs to prove that he's healthy, or even if he's not healthy, that he's recovering at right. a reasonable rate to, to where teams will be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's all he has to prove because he's proved everything else on the field. I'm, I mean, it's it's nothing else that he can do in these drills that these teams haven't seen on the film already. So all all he needs to do, yeah, all he needs to do is prove that that hip is right and there's no other – Injuries that he got going on, and he's good to go. Facts, facts. Um, let's let's go over to the running back position. Same, same thing. Same, same mm-hmm. mode of the question. Who needs a big combine at the uh, you know a, a big combine from the running back position right now? Because I'll tell you, um, for me. Mm-hmm. This running back class is deep, man. Like, it, 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 no, it is. It, That's it, what it, I'm thinking. I'm trying to so many names going so in my many, head. It's so many names. Like, this running back class is so deep. But I'll, I'll throw out a few. I'll throw out a few names myself. Um, Zach Moss from Utah. Mm-hmm. Zach Moss is a powerful runner. Yeah. Sturdy, sturdy, thick, strong frame. Will, will run through arm mm-hmm. tackles. He's got some quickness to his game as mm-hmm. well. Uh, for me, I think it's going to be the change of direction drills and the forty, the forty yard dash. How does he test athletically? Yeah. Because if he can come out there and yeah. test well at, from an athletic standpoint and show that he has the fluid, some fluid, fluidity in his hips, to where he's not a stiff hip runner, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like that's going to propel him. And, and, and like you said, like we said earlier, you need to separate yourself from the pack. And in this class, you have DeAndre Swift, yes. you have Jonathan Taylor, you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you, it's so, J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys, man. It's so many running backs, bro. So I, I'm looking at him. 
and, and, and want to see how he handles himself. Can he pull and separate himself from the pack? Um, uh, Cam Akers. Cam Akers is a guy that's not on a lot of guy, a lot of a uh, lot of draft boards, super high. He's not one of the you know he didn't perform I like Cam the Akers. best. I, I love Cam Akers. I really do. His film this year does not speak to mm-hmm. his talent. His team, his O line, let mm-hmm. him down. It, it let him down. The play calling was was a little odd. Let him times. down. Um, you know, it, but yeah. I think that whole sort of state thing was it, it was a mess. It was a mess, man. Let's just call yeah. it what it was. It was a freaking yeah. mess. So I, I this is a guy that you hear the term, you hear the term. He'll, uh, he he projects to he projects better as a pro. That's Cam Akers. I want to see what he. I know he's got straight line exactly. speed, so I want to see where he clocks in at. And I do believe in Florida. Yeah. I've seen on film that he can change directions as well. But just coming out there and showing himself to be dominant, catching the football on those swing patterns, you know, showing the the, the quick feet in the bag drills, things that things of that nature. I think it's going to be key mm-hmm. to him, key for him, because if he can outperform some of the other guys, especially some of the top guys, he comes out there and athletically and from a skill uh, skill standpoint outperforms Jonathan Taylor. I'm just saying it mm-hmm. raises the question. It raises the question. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One of these guys. All right. One of these guys that that nobody's really talking about. I, I want to see uh, AJ Dillon from Boston College. He's a big guy. He's a big back. He uh, he runs hard. He's got some power to him. Can you really run? I want to see what your 40 look like. Mm-hmm. And Okay, so if you got good straight line speed, how are you moving side to side? Another one where that whole that in and out drill is going to be huge for him because can you put your foot in the ground and take your big behind and <laughs> go to the sideways and make a linebacker miss? He's another one that you need to know, okay, you're big, you're powerful, we know you can break tackles, but can we use you all three downs? Right. Can you make somebody miss? Can you run a route? Are you able to change direction? Uh, so that way we don't got to run eye formation every time you come in. Um, the other guy uh, that I was thinking about is Anthony McFarland from Maryland. That's what you hey, talk about. That's my guy, mm-hmm. bro. That's my mm-hmm. guy right there. <laughs> I like him. But when you think you talk about running backs in the draft, nobody talks about them at all. So my whole thing with Anthony McFarlane is like, yo, show these people who you are because he's going to run a fast 40. He's going to run that, and he got a good change of direction. He's, he's everything you want in a running back except for size, which is becoming less and less of an issue nowadays. But he's going to, he's going to have a very good combine, and guys are going to be like, yo, who is this guy? And then he's going to pull up his tape and like, where has he been all my life? Because he he is he's an explosive player. If at the very least he could be a uh, Tariq Cohen type of player, that scat back you can you can put him in space and give him the ball. But he actually has running back ability too because he has some vision to where he can get through the line. He can they run him on uh, stretch plays and he just picks and chooses which hole he wants to go through. If Maryland actually blocks sometimes, but. <laughs> He can pick and choose which hole he wants to go through, and he's got the home run speed. So he, yep. I think, I think the combine is going to be big for him, and it's going to be big for a guy like AJ Dillon because he needs to prove that he has the athletic ability to be a three down back. Very true. I'm with you wholeheartedly on that. Um, another another name I want to throw out there: um, Antonio Gibson from Memphis, kind of the oh, do it all guy. It- 
Yeah, is he a running back or is he a receiver? Exactly. He has to kind of, mm-hmm. he has to kind of, kind of, you know, kind of settle that debate. Um, Grant, he could be an old dub, just an offensive weapon that you use on either position. But I would like to yep. see him, you know, showcase that ability. Say, hey, listen, I'm going to work out with the backs because I believe that I can be a full time running back if a team calls upon calls my number. Um, that offers mm-hmm. you a ton from a running back standpoint as a receiving option out of the backfield. And uh-huh. it, to me, it's like Tony Pollard 2.0. Um, Tony Pollard was a do-it-all guy. He ran routes. And, yeah. um, you know what I'm saying? He ran routes. He ran the ball. He was a, a dominant kick and punt returner. Yeah. That's what I see in Antonio Gibson. Um, I want to mm-hmm. see him come out and, and really just make a name for himself, man. Look clean yeah. in, the, in, in the drills. Run, run a good time. Do your thing out there and and show everybody. Like, listen, I'm here. Like that Steph Curry gift. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Yes. Like that's why I want you to say, listen. My name is Antonio Gibson. I'm here. Yes. Remember yep. this name. That's what I want to see. Exactly. From Yep. yep, and because Tony Pollard was a legit slot re- slot receiver, he could have he could have got drafted as a slot receiver. That's how good he was as a receiver. And they they put they put Gibson in that same mold, which which makes me think I'm gonna be looking at Memphis really close now. Because who's next? Who who else are they gonna mm-hmm. are gonna put in that role? Because whoever they put in that role is that's that's an excellent uh, skill set for a running back. Exactly. But Antonio Gibson, yeah, if he proves if he shows that he's got the the chops to be a running back, add that along with the receiving skills he's got. I mean, pretty much he just he, he can call himself a weapon. That's yes. I mean you you wherever well yeah wherever the coach well wants to put you you just you can do whatever you want. So that's yeah that's good. Kamai is going to be big for him. If I was him, I would do running back and receiver drills. I, I would thinking, do both. I was of them. The same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Yep. I would ahead, do both. Do both and, and show that you are legitimately a weapon. Like you are, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you're the, how they had the dual threat, uh, dual threat quarterbacks. You are a dual threat running back receiver, yeah. whatever you want. I'm a weapon, man. I can do it. Bo- yeah, I can exactly. Do both. I can do both because exactly. he he will add so much. He will add a different dimension and, and more creativity to offenses mm-hmm. that use him. Um, exactly. So and, and this and so is one of the guys I'm going to talk about next when we get into the to the receivers, man. Let. let mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, we we know the top guys: Jerry, Judy, Ceedee Lamb. You know, we, yep. you know those guys, everything. But um, for me, Isaiah Hod- to, to guys that I I need to see perform well: Isaiah mm-hmm. Hodges from Oregon State, um, Michael Pittman Jr. from USC. Uh, and, and I want to see how 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 they are able to run. I, I want to see their forty because. I mean, let's yeah. talk about it. Like th- these are bigger guys, you know. These are bigger guys. Six three, two two yeah, five and like, for Hodgins, and, and then you look at Pittman. Mm-hmm. He's six four, two fifteen, two two twenty. So if he runs four yeah. six or lower, he's set. Like you're good, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's the thing. Like forty matters more for your wide receivers yeah. because they're the only guys you asking to run 40, 40 yards down the field. Those are, those are the only guys, them and defensive back. Those are the only guys where 40 really, really matters. And for me, I'm looking at all those big guys. All those big guys, can you run? Because that's, that's where the position is going. That's, where, that's what the position is. If you can't run at the wide receiver position, you might as well just go play tight end. 
because then nobody's going to respect you. Nobody's going to, no defensive coordinator is going to respect you out there. And so I'm looking at guys like Michael Pittman. I'm looking, I'm looking squarely at T Higgins. I want to see what he runs. Uh, who uh, another Van Jefferson. I want to oh, see what yeah. he runs because yeah, because he, he, everybody loves Van Jefferson because he killed the senior bowl with his routes and his routes are excellent. His routes are excellent. But the reason why you didn't hear about Van Jefferson till until the senior bowl is because he, 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 he didn't blow by anybody. He's not, he's not that super athlete that's, that made all the plays that Henry Ruggs did, that Jalen Rager did. Cause you heard about those guys coming before yeah, the senior bowl. Them, yeah. He, he did. Yeah, you didn't hear about Van Jefferson because he didn't make those explosive plays. He didn't make those wild plays. So I want to see what Van Jefferson runs in his 40 because that's going to make a big difference between how teams view him. Like, is he okay? Is he just a slot or are they? Because honestly, if he runs a good 40, you might as well put him up there with Justin Jefferson because they're similar players. Right. And with T Higgins, we we know we is. He's an easy study. We know you're a big guy. You're a contested catch guy. You have excellent body fluidity for a bigger receiver. Now we need you to run under a four-five-five, so that right. we know we can we can so that way defenses can actually respect you getting down the field. Uh, uh, Michael Pittman. I mean, Michael Pittman is not going to run a good forty. He's big. He's slow, but he's but he's strong. And he can box people out, and he's going to catch those contested catches. Right. Uh, I'm just, just for, for me, for Michael Pittman, don't run a four or eight. Yeah. Just, just try not to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> try not to do that, and I'll be happy. And just, yeah, just the rest, just the rest of the guys. I, uh, uh, and only difference is with uh, Devin Duvernay. I know he's got decent straight line speed. I want to see, can you? I want to see your routes because yeah. at the at the senior bowl drills, you looked a little stiff. You didn't look like you created uh, separation laterally. So, and that doesn't mess. It was a lot of manufactured with... touches for him. A lot of screens, yeah, yeah, a lot of bubble screens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I want to know if you can naturally create separation just with your own body movement. And because at the with the one on ones, he didn't show that. So let's see if you can do that in in drills. Maybe you worked on some footwork or something like that. So I want to see that with Devin Duvernay. But other than that, that's 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 the main. Those are main guys that I'm looking at because they have the most to gain in those aspects of the drills. Listen, one one guy, and I kind of you know foreshadowed it. Lynn Bowden mm-hmm. Jr. from Kentucky, six yes. one, one ninety five, two you know two hundred pounds. He this is a guy mm-hmm. who this is a, a prospect who pretty much was a receiver, running back, and quarterback. Um, Everything. You know, and, and we talked about with Antonio Gibson like just being a weapon. That's what Lynn Bowden uh, Jr. is. And, and for yeah. me, um, you know, and I heard the comp, Antoine Randall L. Uh, I think that is a very mm. good comp for him. I like that comp How about a lot. That? Um, I, yeah. I would even go a little further, and I would say possible a possible Julian Edelman type of impact mm-hmm. if he becomes yeah. that full-time receiver that he gives you a guy that 
he gives you that extra play call, that extra play or two as when mm-hmm. he goes with those receiver. You throw him a receiver screen that then turns into mm-hmm. a a double pass with the receiver passing the ball down the field. Kind of how yeah. Tom, uh, when Tom, you know the Tom Brady, the Edelman to Amendola mm-hmm. play um, mm-hmm. in the 2014 playoffs against the Baltimore Ravens, where they threw through that play out and got the touchdown off of it. He gives you those things. He he gives you the, the end of rounds that could turn into a, a passing play. You can line him up in the wildcat and do different things with him. He's that type of guy. He's an offensive weapon. So for me, I want to see how he tests. I, I want to see what mm-hmm. he actually is able to do. Because at the, at the end of the day, man, um, this is what the league the league is the league is welcoming these creative body types, these creative skill exactly. sets. They're, they're, mm-hmm. It's not the old get off my lawn type of NFL anymore. Not so not. much. They're, 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 they are adapting and saying, listen, mm-hmm. if I have a guy that I can just come up with any type of crazy trick plays and use him, mm-hmm. look at Debo Samuel. He was, one of the be- he was one of the better runners for the Niners in the Super Bowl off of simply running yeah. end arounds. <laughs> he ran three end arounds for almost 40 yards, man. Like, yeah. he's hard to tackle. Well, jet sweeps. Yeah, yeah, jet sweeps and all that stuff like that. Pop passes. You could use Lee mm-hmm. Brown Jr. In that, same, um, in that same retrospect. Um, and, and I think the last guy for me, Gabriel Davis from UCF, man. 6'2", 215. Ooh. I want to see what he runs. He is a big play receiver in that UCF high-flying offense. And he jumped Mm -hmm. off the screen to me last year, but this year. Listen, and me and you both talked about this before. Paulson Paulson Adebo came into the season as one of the top-rated corners in this class. Because of Gabriel Davis, he fell off the the face of the earth. Gabriel Davis was cooking him. Mm -hmm. And I want to see how he yeah. runs and, and, and goes out there and puts a, makes a name for himself. Say, listen, man, mm-hmm. I'm here. Like like I said, I'm here. Not j- just like Antonio Gibson, I'm here. My name is Gabriel Davis. I'm a I'm a receiver, and I can go out there and ball out, man. So I want to see him be able to run the routes. Um, you know, run run a good forty time and, and show mm-hmm. some some good hips. Is there in everything? And I think he's gonna make himself a lot of money. Yeah, he is. He is like yeah because. Thing with Gabriel Davis, you see, you see him getting down the field on on guys. So he might have that sneaky build up speed where say where like he's not exploding off the line, but you give him five steps and now and now he's a, a real four four guy and he's getting down the field on guys and he's so big he can make those contested catches. Yeah, that that's a good name because I want to see if it, because he, I think he's already a decent enough athlete. Can you run the routes? Can you do the, the intricacies and the nuances at a wide receiver position? That's going that'll make him a, a ton of money. Even in this deep receiver class, he could still make a name for himself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let, let's let's flip it over to the tight ends. because um, mm-hmm. you know, after the tight ends, we're we're gonna jump to the defensive guys. So, you know, defensive line, edge, all that good stuff, linebackers, and then corners yeah. and safeties, yeah. and we'll wrap it up. But let's talk about the tight end. Like I said, the tight ends mm-hmm. are, are legitimately a cluster. Now, you listen to a lot of the, uh, the a lot of the top yeah. guys like Daniel Jeremiah and Todd McShay. Right now, the name mm-hmm. uh, that is at the top of the board uh, is uh, I believe it was Adam Adam Troutman, um, the tight end from, yeah. um, oh, from yeah. Dayton, six six two fifty five two sixty. You know him. You hear Hunter Bryant's name kind of in that 
uh, Evan Ingram type of role, 6'2", 225, can run. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Jared Pinckney from Vanderbilt. So it's a lot of names. Harrison Bryant from uh, FAU, yeah. 6'4", 240. So it's a lot of names, and it's just kind of, you know, trying to figure out who's the guy. So for me, I, I'm, I'm looking – the guys I'm looking at, and I think that needs to have a really good combine – I am going to mm-hmm. say, um, I want to say Thaddeus Moss is one, uh, 6'3", mm-hmm. 225. Show yourself that you can run a solid 40, um, that yeah. you can jump jump well and you, you test athletically. And, you know, because uh, I believe the their tight ends will go through the gauntlet as well, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yep, so they, they are. Go, they do, yeah, the tight ends are doing the gauntlet and they're doing that fade route too. Yeah, so, yeah, so showing strong hands that you can, mm-hmm. that you can uh, catch the ball, quick reaction. Be, be a, a quick reactor, um, that, and that's what that mm-hmm. gauntlet drill will do as well because you have to catch the ball, secure it, then drop it and go on to the next pass. And it's just showing how quickly you can get your head around, how quickly you can keep moving because what's the, what's the, old, the, the old adage? Keep your head on the swivel. So tight ends exactly. especially, you catch that ball across the middle, you know there's a safety bearing down on you. A corner mm-hmm. trying to take your legs out because he doesn't want to hit you high. Because why am I yeah. going to hit a 240-pound tight end high? He's going to just, I'm going to bounce off of this guy. So I'm going to try to take his legs out. So you mm-hmm. got to keep your head on the swivel. So can you catch the ball, secure it, flip your head, and go to the next pass? Get your head around and be quick. Be a quick reactor. Um, in that drill, so I love what that drill is able to do and able to show them um, and, mm-hmm. and everything. So I'm looking at Thaddeus Moss, um, Bryson Hawkins was a name six five two forty five. I want to see mm-hmm. him just kind of showcase his actual athletic ability um, and, and kind of make that kind of set that that stage. Like, hey, I can play. I, I granted was I mean he, he played at Purdue. Purdue wasn't one of the better offenses in in. The, in the league, yeah. in the nation, rather, but they have playmakers. Him, uh, Rondell Moore. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. for Bryson Hopkins, I want to see you come out there, run, run a good forty, and show everyone mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm not stiff. I can actually make plays. I have some wiggle to me. I run good routes. Things of that nature. Yeah, like the two. Yeah, the two guys I had circled is um, the two LSU kids. Thaddeus Moss and Stephen Sullivan. Yep, Stephen and Sullivan. And I, I think Stephen Sullivan is going to have a really good combine because he's is is because it's made for him. The NFL is, is made for guys like him now. He's a former wide receiver, mm-hmm. and they moved him to tight end because he's 6'5", 242. So they say, all right, go ahead, be a receiver. And he has the 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 the, the fluid athleticism of a wide receiver. Like I, I haven't watched a whole lot of them, but from the little bit I have watched, he's he's a flu, he's a he's a wide receiver. He's a big wide receiver, but he is. He's not going to give you a whole lot blocking, but nobody cares about blocking in the NFL anymore, yeah, especially yeah. And and I think he's gonna he's gonna run. I think he's gonna do well in the athletic drills, and I think he's really going to put himself in that in that that second tier of tight ends along with uh, Troutman. Because I think he's I can, he's he's got really good hands and he's got really good movement skills, so somebody's gonna start him off as like one of those move tight ends where they're gonna put him in the slot. They do, they're gonna use him as a receiver and they'll 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 teach him how to block. And with uh, with Thaddeus, what Thaddeus is, show me 
show me something like the first thing I think of when I think of Thaddeus Moss is oh that's Randy's son right I Except show me who yourself. you are yeah yeah show me who you are like what do you do well because I don't I'm not sure he's gonna run well but he had but he's he can he can make himself a blocker he can make himself a uh like if he runs anything less than a than a four seven then I'm happy with that because he right. can be a blocker he can he can create space with his big body he can still get separation that way but just show me who you are don't I don't want to I don't want to look at him and like okay that's just Randy Moss's kid I want to think of Thaddeus Moss and he does this well he does that well he does this well this combine is where he can he can get out of his daddy's shadow yeah. and show that he's a legit player because nobody really thought about Thaddeus Moss was actually coming out until he had that big game in the uh, was it the playoffs? I believe. Yeah, he had two. But, um, he had back to back good games. Yeah, yeah, and like I, because I, I don't think anybody was thinking of him as a prospect until then. Well, now not this year's prospect. Yeah, but then he decided to come out, and it's and it's like okay, Randy Moss's son came out. It's not that big of a deal, but he can make it a big deal with a good combine, and just by showing. That okay, he's got the athletic ability which he should have. Look at his mom and his dad, and now he can show that he has the skill. He can show that he has an actual place. Or right, what does he do well? He blocks well. He's he is he a classic tight end that can that can give you some blocking and give you some receiving. Is he a move tight end? Pretty much all he has to do is he can use his combine as showing teams who he is exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think this combine is huge for him because. Because uh, a lot of guys are looking at him, nobody. I don't think anybody's really looking at him. Looking at him in the first two rounds, they're they're looking at him as you know, as third round, fourth round type dude. He can change their minds. He can put himself in that mix to be maybe a second, a late second round, or a high third round pick or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, separating himself and, and kind of making a name for himself is going to be big. And showing everybody I'm not a flash in the pan because yeah. people will be like, well, you know, you, we only saw you really performed at your peak um, mm-hmm. you know, in the playoffs. Now, granted, he had an amazing catch uh, against Alabama against Trayvon Diggs. Um, mm-hmm. for a touch, for, I think I think he either scored a touchdown or he got to the one yard line. But either way, um, uh, yeah, amazing catch. Yeah. That catch was was toe drag swag. It, it, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it epitomized to, the term toe drag swag. So. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing how he how he performs. Let's uh, flip over to the interior D line. Um, you know, couple names. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is bigger guys, but you know the, the the guys I'm looking at. You know, all honesty, man. Uh, straight up, I'm looking at Javon Kinlaw, uh, aka the Freak, uh, mm-hmm. six five three oh five. You know, super long arms. It, 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 to me, he's still raw. He's still a raw prospect. So I want to yeah, see. Yeah. I want to see how he uh, how he moves. Um, Bag drills, you know, show all, showcase that length and that punch and that power, and how you transition, how you transfer that quick uh, burst from your lower half into the power in your hands. Because man, watching him on the interior, I saw him bully some guys this year, bro. Just oh. legit two hand shove, legitimately picking guys up and just tossing them. Like, listen to me, you're in my way. 
They're giving out free HDTVs. Get out of the way. Let me get in line, man. Get out of the way. Like he finds ways uh-huh. to get to the quarterback, whether it's a, whether it's a bull rush, whether it's a swim move, whatever the case may be. He he knows how to get back there. But at the same time, he's raw. Um, I want to just from the. I know he's going to be a top ten pick, but athletically, because I know how how twitchy he is for a guy at three hundred twenty five pounds. I look at Derek uh, yeah. uh, Brown, man. From um from Auburn, listen. Yeah, what I was watching this tape. Um, when was I watching this tape? I think it was uh, yesterday, bro. That LSU tape, a Derrick Brown, grown man. He a grown man, man, bro. Damian Lewis. I felt so bad for that kid. The the way he 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 lifted him off of his feet with one hand. He used the old hump. The old school hump, he gave him the one arm and lifted them off the ground yes. and shoved them into the back, shoved his back into uh, Joe Burrow. Yes. He got he legit caused sacks without even touching Burrow. It's, well, it's vicious. Like he has secondhand sacks. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I swear he looks, he looks like he's taking out the trash. He looks like he's just picking trash bags up and throwing them to this curb. And he's disgusting. Dude, he's, it's trash yes. trying to get my head. I'm disgusted by this. And he just tosses it. So, yes, yeah, yes. Get away from me. Oh, get Yo, off, this dude's strength. <laughs> yes, this dude's strength is ridiculous. It's so fun to watch. And, and he just he just tosses people out the way. I he, mean. He can run. He can move for a big boy. Yes, like, he don't can. Don't twist it. He can move laterally as he well. Can. So I want to. Mm-hmm. I just. Just for a guilty pleasure, I want to see uh, him ath- uh, test athletically. And lastly, my guy, I love this guy, 6'2", Neville Gallimore. Mm. He's freaky Ooh, as well, him. and he's twitchy as well. You don't see mm-hmm. too many 330-pounders that can that can effectively complete a quick yes. spin off the ball. Just legitimately spin off the center and get to the quarterback. He mm-hmm. can do those things. He can bull rush. He can swim move. He can rip. Man, and those drills, he you know, those drills, the 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 figure eight as well as the um the running club drill for the D line is going to be critical for yep. to me for all three of these guys. Uh, Derek Brown moves around that Auburn offensive line, uh, defensive line. He sometimes he plays defensive end as well, so it's going to be key for all three of those guys, in my opinion. Yeah. Like the one interior defense alignment I'm looking at is uh, Rashard Lawrence from L- LSU. LSU, yep. And yeah, I've been watching him for a couple years, and I think I think he's miscast in that LSU defense because you know they like to with their defensive linemen they like to rush off the edges. They're not necessarily rushing in the middle. Mm-hmm. They got their rushes like they got they they let the dudes read and react a whole lot. So they're standing there lining up and they're holding their blocks and they're reading the play. They're not really shooting a gap and creating havoc in there. But the few times that they let Rashard Lawrence shoot a gap, he looked special. He looked like, oh, wow, where'd that come from? And I want to see, I want to see him, I want to see him, see if he got any pass rush moves in the drills. And I want to see if coaches see him more as a gap penetrator in a four three, or do they see him as like what he usually been doing, like a like a a, a five technique in the three four, or or somebody that's just holding blocks? Because I I think he has some type of pass rush upside in in shooting a block because he he's a big guy, but he can move too. He explodes off the line, so I want to see what he does there, and I want to see how 
I want I want to see how he moves in those, in those drills to see if he can if he can be more than what they they've been using him as. True, true. I like that. And he is a, a sleeper, a underrated name, six two three twenty. He's a big, strong, yeah. physical guy, and I, and I like I mm-hmm. like that you brought his name up as well. Let's just shift over to the edge, man. We already know Chase Young is going to mm-hmm. be freaky, you, you know, athletically. Um, you, you know, um, Chase on is going to do the same thing, but uh, mm-hmm. but there's there's a couple there's a guy, two, two guys I want to bring bring their names up. Um, and for me, Julian Aquara from Notre Dame. Another bendy, mm-hmm. quick guy. I want to see him. That figure eight just going to show just how much bend a guy really has. Yeah, and I'm show I'm real excited bend. to see that real bend. So, are you truly mm-hmm. bendy, or, or is it just a talent that you're playing that makes you look like you're bendy? So, I want to see because mm-hmm. I know for a fact this is a bendy cat. So, I want to see him go out there and dominate that drill, um, as well as test. And, and, and handle the show the, the array of pass rush moves that he has, um, as well as Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver is six mm-hmm. two two sixty five, and he's not a body beautiful guy. He's his body is not you know you, mm-hmm. he doesn't take off his shirt and his jersey and pass. You like man, listen, that's Adonis right there. No, that's not him. That's not him. Yeah, at all. Um, he's a yeah, little, you don't, little, you don't look at Curtis Weaver like this guy works out. <laughs> he's a little jiggly in the middle. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but but yeah. it's all right, though, because he is legitimately one of the best mm-hmm. pass rushers and one of the more productive pass rushers in this class and in the nation uh, in, you know, in his time at Boise State. So I just want to see him and, and just show off his quickness, his athletic ability, um, and, and show everybody, like, listen, I know I look a little pudgy, but I'm not Pillsbury Doughboy. I can move a little bit and and, and, mm-hmm. and just show everybody exactly. it's not the competition that I was facing. I truly am what my stats say that I am. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, one guy I, I just want to watch just because I know he's going to do well and I think it's going to be fun to watch. I enjoy watching this kid play. Is Brad, uh, what's his name? Bradley and I from Utah. Yeah, Utah. I he think he's going to do bowl. well. He in, killed in the, the senior bowl. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And like in, in, in the figure eight drill and mm-hmm. that, uh, in that club rip drill, he's going to do well. I just want to see how good he does. I just, because I think he's going to do very – because he has all those pass rush moves already. I've seen him. And he has the bend. I've seen that. So he's going to do well in these drills. I'm just going – I just want to sit there and marvel at, at him and see if everybody else sees it. Um, another guy that I'm looking at is uh, Trayvon Hill from Miami. Gotcha. This is a kid that he, – yeah, he's got – he's one of those five-star athletes coming out of high school and all that. But he got in trouble. He got – Kicked off of the team, he bounced around. He, I, I don't think he got the he didn't have his head right for school and all of that. But he, 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 he settled down in Miami this year. He did all right, and he went to the Senior Bowl. And the funny thing at the Senior Bowl was that athletically he's on the same level as as the top guys, but skill wise he's not there. So like he got dominated by all the top offensive lineman there but the lower the lower level guys the guys that came from small schools and all that he dominated them he just right. pretty much just out athlete them he did like oh I'm, I'm just gonna run past you because i'm faster than you he didn't need any skill for those guys with him he has all the athleticism in the world he's fast he's quick off the line and all that he's got good size 
He's not strong. His strength is not functional at all. So I want to see what he does in a bench press and see if he's if he's been working on his strength because that bench press is everything for him. If he if he does the good bench press and bench press and shows his strength, then coaches are going to look like look at him and be like, okay, that's something I can work with in the mm-hmm. third or fourth round. If he does, if he shows the same uh, lack of functional strength that he's been showing. He's going to be in the fifth or sixth round, and he's going to be a special teams uh, guy and slash outside linebacker in the three four. So this is this is basically his career right there, showing his strength. And but the thing is, he's he's a he's a boomer bust guy. He can if he can put it all together, he's a scary good guy because he's a top level athlete. He just he just doesn't have the skill or the know how. So if I want to see if he's actually uh, working his way towards being an actual legit player, or is he just uh, you know an athlete trying to get a paycheck? Uh, sure. That's 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 a uh, that's that's what I want to see if he really wants it. Oh, I got you, I got you. That's a that's a good name, a name that a lot of people don't know. So I like that. Yeah. Um, let's mm-hmm. jump over to the linebackers uh, real quick. So we all know Isaiah Simmons. Um, for me, I, what I want to see is I want to see, of course, the athletic testing because I truly believe with Isaiah Simmons and Kenneth Murray, we could see, mm-hmm. potentially see a back-to-back year where we had two inside linebackers run in the four fours. I would love to see that yeah. with those two yeah. guys. Um, but for me, I think Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen is going is going to be big for them. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm gonna take Patrick Queen out of the equation because his name is rising. I, I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep I'm gonna keep Kenneth Murray and I'm gonna add in Marcus Bailey. For me, you Ooh. know, I, I've been watching Marcus Bailey's uh, film, and I truly believe he could be a legit player on the next on the next level. So I want to see mm-hmm. his, first of all his medicals. I know he has a little bit of injury history. As long as his medicals check out, uh, and, and and same thing with Kenneth Murray. It's these two new drills that they added for the linebackers: the shuffle sprint change direction drill and the short yeah. zone breaks. The short zone break I really like because they take them through. A 45-degree angle, drop him at a 45-degree angle, flattens out at five yards, break forward, simulating a short out uh, before mm-hmm. catching the ball. Then the player has to drop a 45, drop again to a 45-degree angle, flattens out five yards again, breaks inside, um, simulating the breaking mm-hmm. up for underneath route, catches the ball. And the last part is what I really like. The player takes a flat drop, and at the um, at the coaches, this at the coaches' signal, they have to turn and run with the real with the wheel route before mm-hmm. catching the ball. Mm-hmm. That is going to be critical because right now, with these running backs that we're seeing and, and yes. these slot receivers, you get caught in coverage. You need to be able to when they fake that when they fake that out that out and up. You need to be able to run with mm-hmm. it. And, and I want to see if Kenneth Murray because Alex Grinch didn't use him primarily in, in man-to-man coverage that much. And if it was, it was yeah. just on the underneath routes. And he was just more of a, a, a sideline, sideline trailing guy. He was a hunter. I want to see him actually drop mm-hmm. and cover. Cover a spot. I want to see that because he, he has the physical uh, and athletic tools to be that reactive uh, from a reactive agility standpoint and reactive athlete. Yeah. But I want to see mm-hmm. him – can you man the man, guys? Can you truly get on the line of scrimmage? Like how I, we know Isaiah can play has played slot receiver and slot corner. We we see that for him. We know he can do it. Kenneth Murray has a similar skill set to me. Can you do it? Can you be able to run and turn on that wheel route and make a play? Because that's what they're going to yeah. need you to do at the next level. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I I think Kenneth Murray should be able to do that, and but and I love that drill so much because it's going to show whether like can your can your linebacker handle a running back in space? Mm-hmm. They're like they because all they doing they asking you their biggest question behind that drill is can you move? Right. And that's going that's going to put a lot. I mean, I feel sorry for Evan Weaver because that's going to put him on blast. But right, right. He, yeah, but it's like these other guys, they are going to be moving in space, and it's going to be fun to watch. Um, uh, the, another guy, I, I, I like him, and I want to see if he, can actually, if he can actually move at the level that the NFL needs him to do is Troy Dye from Oregon. Mm, yeah. he's, a, he's, a tall, he's a tall kid. And, I mean, he's, he, he's got some movement skills. He, I mean, he's actually got really good movement skills. He's a tall kid, tall kid 6'4" about uh 228 230 something like that and usually with the tall guys you know they can't they can't move they can't change direction real good so i want to see if he can actually change direction laterally i've seen him cover a tight end and i've seen him make a i've seen him make an interception with 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 a, with a cast on his hand i've seen him make a two-handed interception yeah i've seen him make, make an so the kid has coverage ability i want to see how good it is I mean, are, are you are you are you uh, a Brian Urlacher type where you can just run with anybody and you got the length, or or are you just limited to you know just that front seven area? So I want to see I want to see exactly what his movement skills are. And the other guy that I was that I want to see what he can do is uh uh what's his name? I guess is he from Purdue? Justin Sternod. Yeah, he's uh, he's yep, six yep. three. He's six three, two forty five. He's excellent in coverage. He is very active, and that's how they use him. They use him in space, and I think he's going to do very well in this drill. He's going to make a name for himself because pretty much it's all the same stuff that he's been doing already. I just want to see. I want to see how how good it is. Are can you do that? Can you do it on demand? Do you can you do it whenever you feel like it? Can you can you run with these uh with these running backs on that wheel route? Uh I think he can. I need to see it though. But and I want to see if he actually has the 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 quick twitch explosiveness. Because the thing is everybody can click and close, everybody can react to what's happening in front of him. It's how fast you react to what's in front of him. I need to see him I need to see him uh come right off that back foot and explode forward uh and react to what's in front of him. When that coach say come. I want to see him explode forward. And that's the same thing with Troy Die. I want to see you in that back pedal, and I want to see you explode forward when the coaches say uh, come forward. Because he, cause with Troy Die, he's, he's a bigger kid, so his, his transition from back to forward is a little bit slower. So I want to see exactly how, how good he is in, in space. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Shana is actually from Wake He's from Wake Forest. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Wake, yeah he's Wake Forest. Forest. Yeah. Wake Forest. Um, yeah. let's jump to corners. That black and gold. Yeah, yeah, that black and gold gets mixed up, man. Uh, <laughs> let's jump over to corners, man. I'm not even – Okuda, whatever. You don't have to do anything but run for me. I just want to see yeah. how fast he is. Um, I already know that's he, 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 he talk, Like you said, when you talk about click and close, that's a guy that yeah. can legit oh, mirror receivers and he can play yes. all covers and click and close. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at Christian Fulton from the aspect of mm-hmm. athletically. That you know he you know mm-hmm. a lot of concerns is about his twitch, his ability to cover yeah. the more shiftier, faster receivers. Is he a guy yes. that's a, is he simply a matchup corner with his skill with his? Uh, does he lack the athletic ability to cover 
any type of receiver, or is he just a matchup guy that has to cover the Alshon Jeffries, the big tall receivers, um, so that he mm-hmm. can kind of you know he he so he can kind of be physical with them and stay in the hip pocket, things of that nature, or could he get yep. down and, and play against those faster receivers like the Sammy Watkins and the Marcus Robinsons and mm-hmm. uh, Stephon Diggs? Can he play against those twitched up type of receivers? So I want to see where he is athletically. Um, and where his hips are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other guy I was looking at, um, my guy, A.J. Terrell, I think it's going to be big for him mm-hmm. as well. Just kind of reminding everyone, I am a, I am a, a, a good corner. Come Go out there and just look, be, through his drills, through your entire workout, yeah. clean. Just do it cleanly and remind, hey, I'm smooth, guys. I'm smooth. Exactly. This is a, this is a new baby's bottom. You hear me? I'm smooth, <laughs> man. Like, you, yeah. I know... I know you you want to think back to the most recent game where I had Jamar Chase and I was I had the matchup against him, but at the same time, yeah. like I said, at the same time you just have to look at it from the standpoint of hey, listen, that's a tough cover, and Joe yeah. Burrow had all day, so yeah, yeah. Jamar Chase gives everybody problems. I'm just saying, I don't know what you want from me, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want. I want to see from AJ Terrell. Just go out there, run, run well, jump. Jump high, show your athletic ability, but on the field mm-hmm. drills, be clean, be smooth, be under control, and kind of shut down mm-hmm. any negative talk on yourself. Yes, yes, exactly. And yeah, that, that thing, that thing about uh, AJ Terrell is last time we all saw him, he was having trouble with Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. and that's not that's not who he is as a player. That one snapshot, that one bad game, is not exactly who he is as a player. He still got fluid hips. He can still turn and run with guys. Is he had a bad day? He had a bad day. That's, yeah. that's pretty much all it was. Yeah. But um, uh, one guy I want to see is uh Bryce Hall out of Virginia. Uh, I had Bryce Hall as my as my CB one last season. Like that's how much I thought of him. And he came back. He went back to school. He came back this year, and he got the ankle injury. So I want to see. I didn't think he was that uh, super four three guy originally. Uh, I think he's he's he looks to me to be about a four five guy, and I mean you know guys you know they train for the forty, so he probably could come in at a four four or something like that. But I want to know if his ankle is 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 good, and uh, I want to see if if he's got the. Uh, I think I know he's got the click and close because he's he's his own corner all day. I just want to see what he runs because if if he can't run, guys are going to try to take him. They're, they're going to try to take him deep. So, are you a strictly a zone corner, a cover two guy type, or are you, you know, that that cornerback that can do it all, that can you know play press man and run with whoever? So, I want to see what Bryce Hall runs. I want to see what Jalen Johnson runs because yeah, I yeah. like him. Because yeah, I like his physicality. I like his toughness. I want to see what he runs. I want to see what Damon Arnett runs because I don't think he's going to run good, but I like I love everything else about him. Uh, oh yeah, p- pretty much. I just want to see what what corners can really run because that's a big deal. If you if if they need, we coaches need to know. Okay, is this somebody I need to leave? I need to give help, or is this somebody I can leave on an island for a play or two? And it's another it's another guy. Yep, when the last guy. Is just a sleeper hometown guy, kid from Temple, Harrison Hand. Um, he is he's got he's got fluid hips. He's got he's very good technique. 
Um, is he a safety or is he a corner? So he played corner at Temple. Uh, he had a game against LSU, and Reggie Roberson did the thing to him. He did that thing where he fakes like he's going one way, then he goes the other way, and he runs right past him. So I'm like, okay, he might be a safety. But then again, he did. He tried the same thing again, and he ran with him. Like, okay, maybe he can be a corner. So the fact that he got invited to the combine means that some somebody thinks that he can play. So I'll be looking at him just to see exactly where he fits in among the uh, all the other talent there. But basically, with cornerbacks, I'm just I'm just looking to see if can guys really run. How yeah. how good are they athletically? True, true. I'm with you, man. Uh, close out the show. We're going to talk about safeties, um, the mm-hmm. guys that that you know that they are the last hope for the defense in the back end. Um, and yeah, they come in different shapes, sizes, and skill sets. So for me, I, you know, Delpit, you know, just being healthy is going to be big for him because um, he was hobbled mm-hmm. by some injuries this year. But I would love. Yeah. I, I want to see. I just for him. I just want to see his his speed. To I just want to put a time to his range. Um, just mm-hmm. for Delpit, uh, for me, what the the two guys I'm really truly looking at is um, Ashton Davis and Antoine Winfield mm-hmm. uh, Jr. Um, for, from Minnesota and from Cal, respectively. Uh, Ashton Davis, you know, we know like legit. He is a single high type of safety. He is yes. a guy that can play that kind of Earl Thomas Ed Reed role. Um, mm-hmm. He's kind of roaming the middle, roaming the deep mid. Um, so I want to see where he is athletically um, as well as just show off your ability to flip your hips and run, flip your hips and turn, mm-hmm. and show that change of direction when they put you through those drills. Look clean, look smooth, look fluid. I want to see that from him. Um, with, with Winfield, I just, want to look, I just want to see him athletically because he's such a playmaker mm-hmm. that sometimes you don't know if he is truly – if it's more speed and athletic ability, or is it more inst- instinct? Exactly. Is, is yes. he more instinctive, or is he is he an instinctive good athlete, or is he a subpar athlete with great instincts? That's mm-hmm. kind of where I want to see with him because that could be the case. It either, either it could be either or. So if he turns yeah. out to be for him, because I think it helps his his stock a ton. If he comes out and he runs a really good, he runs a good forty. And he's able yeah, to showcase that, he, hey, it's not just instinct. I am an athlete. And he shows the quickness. He shows the burst and explosiveness as well as being fluid in those in those hip drills and footwork drills mm-hmm. and being disciplined with his eyes, things of that nature. So those are those are the two guys I'm really looking at. Yeah, I, yeah, that was one of the guys I had circled was Antoine Winfield. Because every time that, – the, the book on him, every time you hear somebody talking about him, every time I see him, he's making plays. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that's only about four. That's a, he makes a lot of plays. He makes a lot of plays. He gets. He makes a lot of interceptions. He got a lot of splash plays. Yes. I want to see on a down by down basis. How do you do? Because like just like you said, is he does he have great instincts? Is he a subpar athlete with great instincts, or is he a good athlete with with good instincts? We already know he's got good instincts. He that's that's proven. That's on film. Is he a good athlete? I'm not sure that he is. I want to see if the athletic testing, uh, you know, tells me otherwise. I need to see him run a good 40. I want, I want to see his change of direction and all of that. Because if he's not there athletically, they're not going to put him in that same position that Minnesota put him in, where he can sit back in the middle of the field and, and, and just read everything. They're going to have to put him up in the box 
and that's going to limit his effectiveness. So I want to see what type of athlete he is. Um, another guy I want to see is uh, Shaheem Carter from Alabama. Oh yeah, you see him at you see him lining up uh, as a slot corner a whole lot. Are I don't, is are you a slot corner or are you a safety? I would put him at safety because he can play slot corner. And I want to see if he can if he can maneuver himself in the back end of that defense. Can you show the range? And can you get over top of these routes and all of that? I want to see how he does because nobody everybody talks about Xavier McKinney. Nobody talks about the other Alabama corner, and he's he's pretty he's a pretty good player himself. So I want to see how he does athletically and see if he can if he can make himself stand out among among the other safeties because it's not it's not the best class of safety at all this year. So if he can if he can make himself stand out, that would he he really could jump up a a, a almost a whole round or two. I, I like that. Yeah, he he's, he's a guy that kind of is like an enigma. You don't really know where he where he fits, where he's going to go, and everything. So mm-hmm. this is this is kind of for him, just kind of the start to set his name up. Um, so I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that, man. Um, so listen, guys, listen. That is our preview to the NFL scouting combine. Uh, man, it's it's. I'm ready for it. I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot to yeah. discuss, a lot to talk about, um, and, and we'll come right back on um, on Monday night with our recap to the scouting combine, and then we'll start getting into mm-hmm. uh, more rankings later on in the in, in the week next week as well. So definitely continue to stay tuned. Um, you know, the, the the like I said last on our last show, the. The support is outpouring in our numbers. We see it. We, we love it. We appreciate you guys so much for it. Just continue to support yes. us and continue to show us that love that you uh, currently mm-hmm. have been. Uh, continue to tell people about the show. Continue to subscribe, like, share, and um, leave reviews. But, um, but we appreciate you guys wholeheartedly. And listen, all I know is I'm going to say this right now. I don't know who... Quick question, and we're going to end the show on this. Fastest mm. 40 at receiver, who you got? Mm. KJ Hamlin. Oof. That's my guy, too. That's my guy, mm-hmm. man. KJ Hamlin's my guy. I'm going to go yeah. with, uh, man. I mean, yeah, Ruggs is the easy answer. Ruggs is the easy answer. I am going to roll with Jalen Rager. Oh, I'm, I'm that makes it. I can see that happening. Jay I Rigger can see that happening. Big time speed. So I want. I want to see if he hits mm-hmm. that four three mark. Uh, don't yep. sleep on Lavisca Chanel either. Um, mm. he's, he's a guy that you know is a big fast. You know, yeah, you know, big fast uh, physical type of guy. So you know, yeah. just just it's gonna yeah. be fun. The forty is gonna be a lot yeah. to talk about. Yeah, if he's if he's if he runs. A sub four four at two hundred and twenty pounds. I might I might put him right under Jerry Judy. I'm like <laughs> I'm, I might I might put him right in my top ten. I'm like oh for real okay all right you going top ten. I'm, I'm listen. I, all I know is CD Lamb lovers. I do think you guys wow. should brace yourself. I don't I don't yeah. see a fast forty coming. I could be wrong. No. If I am, I'll come on and I'll eat crow on Monday. Yeah. But I don't they, think you're going to have a fast forty. If they true CD Lamb lovers, you shouldn't expect a fast forty. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <It's> simple. <laughs> exactly. But listen, mm-hmm. guys, that is our show. Uh, like I said, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Get ready for the call, my ladies and gentlemen. Have fun, enjoy it, 
and yes. truly take notes, do everything. Follow up, follow, follow me on Twitter, DP underscore NFL, as well as um, Eugene, Eugene. What's your Twitter handle? Eagles Junkie 215. There we go. So follow us on Twitter because I'm going to be live tweeting as the combine is going on. So definitely be on the lookout for that. But as always, guys, mm-hmm. I'm Damian Parson. That is Eugene Holt. We thank you guys so much for joining us. Y'all have a good night.